Hello and welcome to the Manic Film Club, the film review show where we say things like, before I started recording this, I didn't have a clue what funny thing I was going to say. But as my eyes perused the cast list and I read one of the actors' surnames that's in this, I realised neither of us are going to be able to pronounce this in a safe or non-offending way. So full gear ahead and, and good luck when we get to Soto's character. So my name is Liam and sitting opposite me, through the powers of the internet looking equally confused is tobias hello 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 uh, tobias had have you seen the cast list <laughs> yes his name's chris that's all we need to call him <laughs> no no yeah. unacceptable yes, <laughs> yes that's his i mean name. yes call him Safety. chris good old christy i actually did used to know how to say his name do you man topulous uh, maybe hang on wait a minute because he's been in other things that i've watched um, and I got used to because he was in uh, 24. So therefore, I obviously had to memorize his name as part of the cast list. Was he in 24? Sure, he was in a later series, like series eight or something. Um, I'm still on airplane mode. I went, yes, I'll take you off of airplane mode, and then stayed on airplane mode. Well, I've gone to howtopronounce.com. Humanopolis. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, No, I don't know. <laughs> but I like that. Chris Diamantopoulos. He's a Canadian actor. Oh. He was in episodes, wasn't he? That doesn't help. Diamantopoulos. He's he's one of my favourite dinosaurs. <laughs> he is. He's one of the, that second to only to the one who can't see very well of the Do You Think He Saw Us classic. <laughs> oh, so Tobias, we watched a film. We did. Shall I uh, tell our listeners what they also should have listened, should have watched? Yes, please. Okay. This week on the Manic Film Club, we watched Red Notice, an FBI profiler pursuing the world's most wanted art thief becomes his reluctant partner in crime to catch an elusive crook who's always one step ahead. Starring Dwayne Johnson, Ryan Reynolds, Gal Gadot, directed by Rawson Marshall Thurber. Thurber. Right. I had a look at things that Thurber's done in the past. Thurber. He likes working with Dwayne Johnson. That's for certain. He? He's done Skyscraper and Central Intelligence, neither of which I've seen. But he also <laughs> did We're the Millers. Okay, that's a good film. And also Dodgeball. Oh. <laughs> okay. He's oh, done a few things that I've seen. <laughs> um... All right. What did you I think? Also, I'd like to point out that we shouldn't forget his very memorable role in the film Easy A, where he played Quiznos guy. A. <laughs> Doesn't matter. He was like also it. in this film. Was he? He was someone called, I think, was it disgruntled film director or something? Frustrated <laughs> film director? Uh, <laughs> right. So brilliant. I went into this film. Because obviously, right, now normally the films that we review on the podcast tend to not be the newest films. They tend to have been out for a while. But Red Notice is like a hot, current, in the top ten film. It did one week at the cinema as part of an agreement. Only, like, it literally did like six days. Uh, Just because I think it had to legally do that much. Uh, But then it came onto Netflix because originally it was a universal product. Right. Uh, Netflix bought it and then basically went boom, and it ended up costing two hundred million dollars, 
which is the most expensive thing oh. that Netflix has done. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's... That's... Oh. That's a lot of lot of dollar-dollar. Um, mm. But at the same time, it is... Although it was critically not that well received, right? it is doing well. It is doing well. But then, in all fairness, because I watched this with Carly. I think this is right. the first time oh, yeah. we watched Burlesque together. But this, So this is the second time we've watched a podcast film together. Um, and we, we were saying, you know, why would Netflix throw that much money at something? Because of the uh, But in all fairness, yeah, Dwayne Johnson, Ryan Reynolds, they're two of the most charismatic, biggest actors right now. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. then you added Wonder Woman to the mix. So it's just kind of like, <laughs> um, yeah, I would say going into this film, I expected it to be more like sort of Ocean's Eleven, I guess, in a way. And I it ended up being more National Treasure almost. Yeah, I don't really know what I expected. I mean, the fact is, when you click on it, one of the first things the picture shows you is Ryan Reynolds sitting opposite uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson in, like, a prison area. Like, it's yeah. that's, like, the photo. And I'm like, well, that's a spoiler right there. It is when the really... film opens up, The Rock's chasing him. And it's like, well, we know something goes wrong here. Because well, you're going to end up in a prison opposite him. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would say... They, they've made a big stand, even though apparently a lot of it was shot in the same location. Um, it, From a viewer point of view, it's a very global ev- event. They go all yeah. over the world. Um, I would say it's very, I'm not going to say beautiful film. It's it's def- definitely a blockbuster film. The, well, the, the budget alone. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, this is a weird time of year for it to come out. That this is the kind of film you'd expect, Actually, like yeah. May, June, July, kind of time. This is true. Or they really hold it back and do like a December release, so it's like yeah, just for the Christmas. But yeah, actually, like November is an odd time. It is really. Um, but big stars, both of them. I mean, to be honest, I've only ever really seen Dwayne the Rock Johnson as Dwayne the Rock Johnson. He's at in pretty much everything he does. Well, I would and- say you still haven't seen him in anything else because. That. He yeah, pretty much that. plays himself in this. And I would say, since playing Deadpool, Ryan That's Reynolds Ryan has Reynolds had to keep doing. that. He has to do that all the time now. I My actual main criticism of this is it does nothing adventurous with any of its actors. No, not the actors. Although, it's a fun film. Oh, no, yeah. It's an and enjoyable film to watch. I enjoy... Because Reynolds and Johnson are very charismatic. Yeah, they are. That is one thing you've got. And to be honest, they're both naturally funny I don't yeah they've got they've got a natural humor and actually they work quite well off of each other they do bounce off of each other which i could have seen it as quite an egotistical pairing yeah. i don't actually think ryan reynolds is egotistical haven't made my mind up with the rock yet no but the thing about ryan reynolds is there's that kind of almost like a level of smugness that could come across to him if yeah. you if you get him in the wrong way i like ryan reynolds so but I did spend all of this film going, ah, this is like basically Deadpool without a mask. Right. So it's a very slick film. Yeah. But at times, maybe a little bit too slick. Yeah. It, it's trying too hard to be smooth when actually a little bit of rough and readiness, what I think would have gone quite a long way. My main issue is Ryan Reynolds basically spends most of this film making smart retorts. Yes, he does. Yeah. And that, it, 
where they didn't need to be them all the time. I mean, it, it didn't ruin the film. It was it was fun, but it was it just makes you go, oh, that's Deadpool. Yeah, I mean, which isn't actually his. That's obviously what they wanted by casting. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know how much. I know that The Rock signed on first. Um, right. And Ryan Reynolds, right, sorry, Ryan Reynolds was a secondary option. I don't know how this would have worked, but one of the early options for the character was Nicolas Cage. And I oh, don't get, no. I don't get that. No, no, so, no, 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 no. Now, obviously, we're going to assume that if you're listening to this episode, spoilers, you've you've already seen it, yeah. right? So. I'm going to give it kudos in that I had already made predictions and somehow I didn't see that The Rock and Gal Gadot were going to be a couple in it. Did you not? I did. Don't I... pretend you saw it coming, Liam. Oh, no, no, completely did. Because they made it very clear early on that this was a twisty film. They were like, this oh. is what we're doing. This is what we're doing. And and it was, I will say, it wasn't like I went, that's what's happening. It was a, a little thought going quite clever if they're they're linked somehow i i literally didn't think that i thought gal gadot and the policewoman okay i that's yeah i I will say if you could lose a character from this it could have been the policewoman yeah because she was almost so pointless again when i was talking to carly about it she pointed out it's actually quite a small cast yeah it's it's uh, you've got your main three you've got the policewoman and you've got the soto yeah, who they're like, we'll bring him in halfway through. And yeah. <laughs> he'll, he'll actually be bigger than you think he's going to be. Yeah, because you, you didn't think he was going to be a massive role. I and thought then he was going to be your like, um, go-to like kingpin who just kind of throws your muscle in every now and then, and then he's gone. Yeah. yeah, but no, he actually stuck around for quite a little while. It was actually quite a nice character, <laughs> to yeah. be honest. I, I didn't see this going down the let's go for the Nazi vault kind of route. <laughs> no, but that's where... That's where I felt like it went down its kind of national treasure sort of yeah. Indiana Jones route. Yeah. Well, which it definitely I, was going for. Didn't it? I'm pretty sure he was humming Indiana Jones yes, when he, he entered the vault, wasn't he? Yes, he was. This is a very self-aware, not self-aware film. But yeah, it did that thing where they did notice that. He also made a Vin Diesel joke, which is great because the rock and Vin Diesel famously. Yeah. Came okay. Yeah, I, I remember. They, they, they did a lot of that in this. Yes. A lot of uh, I do know that there was ad libbing because I did read that the bit in the bunk bed where the rock pretends to go sleep and snore that was an ad lib <laughs> and Ryan Reynolds' reaction is genuine that you see. Nice, I like that. Um, no, it's kind of. I do think it was too a, a little bit too slick. I I think you're right about something that you said about Ryan Reynolds. But I think I could say it for the film. It comes across a little smug sometimes. Yeah, but I think that falls onto what you said about it. It could have actually benefited with not being as clear cut and tidy. Yeah, the twists were good. I yeah, there was more than one. Oh yeah, twist. yeah. And I did like the fact of just before you kind of went, here's a twist, and you go, no, no, no. It would then show you why it was a twist. It would go back and show you the scenes leading yeah. up. The whole bit when they were trying to escape the prison, and it goes back to. Because they made a big thing about Ryan Reynolds putting the Little Rock into the thing. And then it had a reason for that. And I liked that it kept going back. Oh, no, this yeah. happened. Then this happened. We haven't just decided this moment. It was a very well-written film. It was. And it is written and directed by the same guy, Rawson Marshall Ferber, 
who obviously did do Dodgeball yeah. and the Millers, and two films I can't say about Skyscraper and. I have seen um, Skyscraper a while back, but I don't remember a lot about it. No. So I can't really reference it. I haven't seen Central Intelligence. Um, I, uh, um, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that's my thoughts. Saying that this film is very well written, I think is very important because because of how big the cast is, it could have easily been a terrible film if it was badly written with a big yeah. cast just to kind of bolster it. Yeah. And the fact we're saying, oh, you know, it could have done with being a little bit less shiny doesn't down the film. It's not necessarily a terrible no, thing. It doesn't I damage the viewing experience. It's it's an enjoyable film. It's it's a fun film. Um, I did say critics have kind of taken to stabbing it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, they haven't. It's um, not good ratings. No, but it is doing well. Yeah. And to the point of they are making two sequels back to back. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I get it. They very much close the film. They might as well all turn around and wink at the camera. <laughs> yeah, which I do hope we'll have more Gal Gadot in it because yeah, even though she's third billing, she only ever really pops up every now and then. Yeah, as the fall because obviously she's the bad guy. Yeah, yeah. I was kind of expecting a bigger bad, a bigger bad reveal. Yeah. But I, I suppose, suppose they you, did with the with rock. Your, yeah, because yeah. he's your bad guy the whole yeah. time, even though you thought thought he was the good guy. But I was expecting them to be like, actually, there's this. Yeah. But it didn't quite do that. Um, what I would have liked was a bit of risk, because there was no doubt that they were all going to be fine. No one was going to die, nothing like that. It wasn't that kind of film. Actually, it's a key point I read in the notes. You don't see anyone die. Do you not? No, you see people be thrown off the edge of things, but you don't see. There's no blood. You see you people basically see people. taking life-threatening like injuries, but nothing more. But no, it gives it, I guess, that almost a comedy feel that they didn't want it to be too hard-hitting from that point of view. I'm trying to see what age, age rating is. I was literally just trying 12. to do that. It's a 12. I can see that. There's no harsh language in it, really. Um, oh, no, there but- is. I think there's an F-bomb. Uh, that feels like that's pretty standard. Well, actually, you're quite... For a 12, you can get away with, I think, saying it once. Is that what it is? Uh, yeah, and I think Ryan Reynolds says it when he finds out that the rock and... Yeah, because yeah, he, he teases it. Yes. He does, it, he does a tease of it earlier where they cut him off by, I think, hitting him around the head. Yeah. Um, I would say, actually, now, I hadn't noticed that no one visually dies, but when you think about it, actually... A lot of the action and violence is almost um, slapsticky. It is. But that bit is, I think that, again, is something that could be a bit rougher. Yeah. We're like, very used cheesy. to now quite realistic violence. <laughs> well, what I'm thinking of is, I can't, I think it was Triple Frontier. Spoilers, yeah. one where Ben Affleck dies. Oh, very shockingly, yes. Yeah, like, he's your big name, so you didn't expect him to be the, the one to keel over and die. No, but like with this, you know, going into this realistically, these guys aren't going to die. Yeah, they're not even no. going to really be put into something mortal danger. Even when they're tied to a stake underneath a coliseum and she's <laughs> tasering him in the nads, yes. you're like, you're all going to be fine. Yeah, even the guy who, even Soto, who basically got killed like four times, came back from the dead every time. Yeah. 
Um, I hadn't I, noticed it, but now I'm, it's come into my mind thinking, actually, there's so many slapstick moments. They fire a rocket launcher and he just opens the other door. I like that bit. Though. Oh, no, that it was, was brilliant. Quite, yeah. It was very well done. But I also, yeah. when he did, I also basically rolled my eyes and went, okay, of course. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a fun film. Yeah, and that is, I think, uh, the thing to focus on. If you want a really gritty heist film, don't. this isn't for you. It's not a gritty heist film. It's a no, fun it's heist gritty. film. Yes. It's your very commercial popcorn in sort of, look, you've got two, three big stars in it. Yeah. Who know what they're doing. They're having, yeah. they look like they're having fun doing it as well. Yeah. And they got onto it very quickly, actually. It wasn't like a film that took lots of time to tick into the storyline. No. It opened up with a bit of action. And I was very surprised, actually, how quickly they brought Ryan Reynolds into it. They had him in yeah. the, in like the, the, the crowd didn't they yes the they did yeah. and i didn't see that happening i thought they might kind of tease him a little bit they clearly wanted him on screen as soon as possible they were like this is where half of our money's come yeah uh, got I, in the film. <laughs> I read the bit also because it's about bringing three of cleopatra's like fabergé eggs together yeah um and the fact is a lot of the cast and crew came out thinking that that was a real story but the director had just made it up. Oh, so the the, the Cleopatra eggs aren't based on anything? No, just something okay. that the director went, that that sounds like that could be plausible. That's good. And that's really good. It could. It could just be plausible. That's the yeah. thing. Yeah. I think that's probably a safe way to go. Because if you base it on like Fabergé eggs, they're yes. real. And yes. you've got you've then got a jump around the historic side of it because like there are Fabergé eggs that we don't know the well, location the thing of. is you could say because one of the criticisms which I read was when it does try to do with history it, it doesn't get it right yeah. uh, and there was a whole thing I think about Hitler's uh, escape or the bunk the bunker and all that kind of yeah. stuff where it's just like that's not accurate um, I'm no. going to make a prediction now right that somewhere in these sequels hang on i heard thing and that's probably no no i'm on airplane mode so that must have been through yours i don't know um they're doing back-to-back sequels i'm gonna say that ryan reynolds character's father is gonna okay. end up yes is he not because... dead yeah so oh you think so it's gonna think... be like a comeback thing yeah fair yeah i think he might end up being like either the, the instigator of the story or the big bad yeah oh yeah that makes sense yeah, I was, I was you, half expecting, you know, the train scene where they bonded over the dad's stuff. Yeah, I was half expecting them to be like, that's my dad's story. Yeah. Austin powers it and then end up being brothers or something. I oh, was like, I would it would be horrible, but I could see it happening. I could see it. But no, I don't think so. But I do think one of the parents will come back. I mean, presumably the rocks story was false because he wasn't. Does he? Oh, well, no, because he said Ryan said Ryan, me and Ryan. <clears throat> yeah. Ryan said, is it everything? He said he called him, didn't he? He said, no, that stuff is real. Or was it the other way around? I think it might have been actually the rocks of Ryan. So actually, yeah, you are right. Yeah, the because dad's... the thing is about the rock story is he was making a point of saying, my dad was a crook, so I became a cop. Your dad was a cop, so you yeah, became, so you a, became crook. a crook. The thing is, that's not what happened. He wasn't a, a cop, he was a crook. True, so, yeah. Um, so they could be brothers. No, <laughs> I don't like that idea. <laughs> now, neither do uh, I. I mean, because there's no family resemblance there. <laughs> no. 
Okay, so and one thing I, I did think while while watching it was the cinematography of it. There was there was some not quite artsy but very like creative shots where they like panned around. Um, yeah. You've mentioned it with almost like the flashbacks of how things happened. Yeah, they they did put thought. It wasn't just a, a standard realistic no. um, shoot. But I think with a heist film, you want a bit of artsiness to the shots. Can you imagine yeah. Mission Impossible if it was just shot from the front? Yeah, <laughs> like no, just one shot. Good. That the him getting lowered into the vault would have been so dull. I, I think a way to explain it is it's quite a dynamic film. Yeah, it uh, is. It kind of has its explosions. It it is slick, and whilst I've said a couple of times now, maybe too slick. It's 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 a good slick. It's it's fun. Yeah. It's showy. Um, I think the the two leads are strong. Um, do you think two hours could it have been shorter, or did it fit its length? I don't think I felt the time that badly. I think it wouldn't surprise me if they had no surprise is the wrong phrase. I'll reword that sense completely. This could have easily been an hour twenty hour and a half film, and I don't know if we'd have missed much, but it didn't feel unnecessarily long. No, I mean, because of how it did fall across the world. Yeah. Um, it kind of, And it did have high energy as well. Yeah. It was always on the way. I mean, one of the negative criticisms I saw from a review of it was that you as a viewer end up feeling exhausted by it. I'm not sure I did. I did, but, but I do understand what they mean. I could see why people would. This doesn't really a... give you a chance to catch your breath. No, it's quite relentless. Uh, it needed some downtime. But then it's not that sort of film. No, downtime would have felt out of the out of place. Yes. Yeah. And um, I'm going to kind of insert another manic <laughs> film club staple here. Didn't notice any of the music. Oh, no. I think... I did, but this was a this was a point. Carly made a point of, um, obviously surprise cameo from Ed Sheeran. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. With his classic, I was in Game of Thrones. But that was actually quite. I thought, as cameos go, it was yeah. quite a good one. It was. I liked the fact that the whole thing had been done to get these eggs for this present, and she yeah. didn't care. <laughs> I know. She's like, she was like Ed Sheeran's yeah. here. Typical. Typical. Yeah. yeah. I like that. That bit was cool. Yeah. It was I mean, good. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I can't think of much more to say about it because I say I didn't notice the music apart from Ed Sheeran, I guess. Um, cinematography was nice. The writing was 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 good. Direction. If you don't mind it being in your face, fun, and not too serious, then I think yeah. fine. Uh, yeah, anything else you I wish mean, to mention? I think when you look at who the actors are... Yeah, you get what you're paying for. Yeah, uh, is what you're expecting, actually. Having just watched recently a Ryan Reynolds film and a Dwayne Johnson film, Yeah, I saw, it wasn't that long ago that I saw Free Guy. Which no, is same here, Ryan actually. Reynolds. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but also recently just watched Jungle Cruise. Actually, I haven't seen Jungle Cruise yet. I was disappointed with Jungle Cruise. Were you? And I would say... Like we've already said about The Rock, he is only ever really The Rock. Yeah. But that was a bad thing. I, to the point of, I had almost wished it wasn't The Rock. Oh, really? A different actor. I, 
it was too much rock. And to be honest, for the part he was playing, he's too big. Oh, really? I think sometimes... I would say, you... I do not know what the story of John Cruz is, so... I won't tell you, because I think you no. just should watch it. Yeah. It's oh, funny. I will. It's, it's on my, my to-watch to things. Uh, but I will say something, because, again, it was, it was one that me and Carly watched together. And some had I seen it at the cinema, I wouldn't have been able to do the thing that we had to do. Because there was a whole explanation of something in that film. Right. That we then had to rewind and watch again because oh, we so didn't get it. Come, okay. Well, that's <laughs> annoying. That should, yeah. You shouldn't have to deal with that. No. Well, it, it's on my to watch. It's on Disney Plus now, isn't it? Uh, yes, it is. That's where we watched it. So, so yeah. I will be watching it at some point, probably with, with the fam. The fam, Lam. <laughs> okay, shall we move on to rating? I think we should. I think that is a good idea. Um, here at the Manic Podcast, we don't... Well, sorry, the Manic Film Club. Yeah. We don't say <laughs> this is like a one out of five, one out of ten, or on a sliding scale. For example, Rotten Tomatoes have only given this a 35%. But as we said, yeah. it's, it hasn't got a very good critics review. Um, we simply say, is it a hit or is it a miss? A hit being, did we enjoy it? Would we rewatch it? Would we tell people about it? An all-round enjoyability. And a miss is nice and simple, direct opposite. So, Tobias, what do you think? I think it's a hit, and I will be watching the sequels when they come. Yeah, I think I agree with you. I think this is a full manic from both for, for us. Um, when it started, I questioned if it was going to be. Because yeah. I think I was hoping it was going to be something a little bit more um, serious. Considering that in the... I'm kind of in the throes of watching Money Heist, which is is a yeah. bit. There is comedy in there, but it's not comedy. It's fit in amongst the. There's humour amongst the serious action. That, mean, if you I, want gritty heist, go watch that. I will say, I know that Ryan Reynolds is capable of doing serious acting. I've seen him do serious. But acting. I would question the Rock. Yeah, I haven't seen that from him yet. Much like Jim Carrey. I've seen him do serious stuff, so you know he can do it. But yeah. you, you still go, ah, all right then, are you, are you going to be good at that? Yeah. And I think uh, The Rock might be fully capable. We just need to see that project. We need he, a project where he doesn't rely on muscle. He's no. cast in it because he has personality. Yeah, he is the charisma. He has got the size. Um, uh, yeah, this isn't that film. And but the thing is, knowing that... If you can keep these three cast members for the sequels, it would be really unfortunate if they if they happen to lose like Gal, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, although I think, if you're going to lose one of them, it's Gal you could lose. But I think the fact that they're going to be shooting it back to back, whoever you get for one, you got for both. Yeah, so yeah. That, that's probably quite sensible. But yeah, it's, uh, it's a full manic, and I think that's fair because it is a good film. It was fun. I did enjoy it. It didn't feel too long. Yeah. No, I th- I think actually. It's one of my favourite films that we reviewed. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Now, when this episode goes live, uh, the lovely Tobias over there through the internet will be putting yeah. a poll up on our Twitter. Yeah. Where you can vote whether you thought this film was a hit or if you thought it was a miss. Yeah. Now, the big question here, Tobias. What are we going to watch next? Well, Liam. Next time on the Manic Film Club, we will be watching... Last Christmas, a cynical elf meets an angel on earth. 
It's a Christmas miracle set to the tune of Jingling Bells. Starring Amelia Clark, Henry Golding, Emma Thompson, directed by Paul Feig. Paul Feig has directed, uh, on one hand, Bridesmaids. On the other hand, the all-female Ghostbusters film. You seem very confused. I'm reading through that that yeah. synopsis, and I've seen the trailers for that film. And that doesn't fit, does it? Or does no. It? I reckon. No, I reckon that is all lies. <laughs> no, 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 because no, I'm pretty sure when they, I don't think she's an elf. I think she's working in a Christmas store as an elf. Okay, is he but, an angel? I don't think he is. I think he's just someone who comes in as an almost. I think they're using it as like metaphors. Unless this is just a very different film to what I think we're watching. <laughs> is this not about a girl who lost Christmas and is dying? I, but it doesn't say that. That sounds sad. Why did we choose that? <laughs> I mean, either way, I'm here for it. <laughs> but you read that out and I was like, are we sure? <laughs> I mean, that's what it says. Unless Netflix is really... They realise that that description that you gave wasn't selling it. <laughs> oh, okay. This is what I thought it was. Right. I thought Last Christmas was about a girl who loves Christmas and bec- has like a something something wrong with her. She, maybe it's cancer or something. Has only got so many years to live. So is making the most of it. Loves Christmas and does it as much as she can. Is working in the Christmas store and finds love and they like enjoy Christmas together. And it's because it's her last Christmas. That would make sense. But I like this description. <laughs> this description makes me want to see it. Okay, well, when we agreed on this before, I thought we were watching what I just described. So I'm, <laughs> I'm actually slightly more up for what you think we're watching. <laughs> so you watch it, lovely listeners, and tell us which one you thought it was going to be. <laughs> Nothing says Christmas happiness like the potential death of our Khaleesi. <laughs> wow. Okay, so the poll to this episode will go up on our Twitter shortly after this episode goes live. And our Twitter is at the manic with two N's. Very Very important. important. And that will be linked below in our link show, along with the link to our Patreon and all of our other social medias. Media of socials. The media of the socials. Oh, well, I mean, I look forward to seeing what this film turns out to be. Yeah. (laughs) Mine, hopefully. (laughs) I hope we don't end up sobbing through it. Oh, that's not what I want from the Christmas film. No, not the first Christmas film I'm going to watch of December, no. No. (laughs) Stars you mean to go on in Stars you mean to go on. So if this is your first episode, then hello, where have you been? Welcome. Go back, listen to some of the other ones. Why not hop over and listen to our main series, The Manic Podcast? Yeah. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with this. In fact, this is great. You should listen to more of this, but you should also listen to that. Yeah, and if you pay a pound, you <gasps> then come to the Discord, our patron, you see, and then you get extended episodes. You get exclusive you content, people. Special segments and just yeah. a bit, a little bit extra love. You become the favourite child, basically. You do. We you dote do. on you. We dote on you. Yeah. Okay, now, before we, we sell our souls to the devil even more than we already have here, I think it's time to say goodbye. All right. Toodles. Stay safe, everyone, and most importantly, stay manic.